1: All right, welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast, Kevin and Chuck. Today, well, we're going to talk about 1984. So there's an old George or- Orwell book called 1984, and I don't know if they still read it in high school, but somebody used to way back in the day. And basically, it was a warning about socialism. It was a warning of what things could be if we let, you know, government control get out of control. And it basically talked about all the different ways that the government would be, you know, spying and looking in on people and basically intruding into our lives. You know, making you question what you say and what you do and different things you'd want to, you know it basically ended up being like thought police almost, you know, where people were afraid to act out and everyone always thought it was kind of crazy. And well, that kind of thing won't happen. And you know, that'll never happen here. You know, that the same old thing. Well, a lot of the things that he talked about are really uh, kind of coming true. Is that right, Kevin?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I remember 1984. When I was a youngster, my mama was as crazy as as I am today. And she made me read it. Yeah. So I, uh, okay. I also made my kid read it. Um, that in 19, in uh, Fahrenheit 451. Um, another classic. But I think a lot of the, uh, you know, a lot of the idea of that book was that you were always being monitored. And, um, I think we talked about once before on this podcast. We yes. talked about the panop- panopticon. And That's a, basically it was an idea for a prison uh, where you would have a um, the prison cells in a circle, and in the center would be the guards. So they could look at everything that was happening at all the time, to- all times. But the prisoners couldn't see the the jailers, so they would have to assume that they are being watched at all times and be on their best behavior um i think that's kind of the idea that's being applied uh in 1984 that you never know when you're being watched right so you always have to behave yourself
1: well that's it i mean you know and and do we not you know do you not question when you talk on the phone now and hey you know somebody might be listening or maybe you uh You know, when you send an email or when you put a Facebook post or you put something up on YouTube, oh, well, you know, is this going to come back and haunt me? Because, you know, in the future, who knows, you know, what will be out there and what will be listening and who knows who's listening right now. So basically, what are some of the things that you see out there? What, What are your big concerns right now, Kevin?
2: Well, right now, I'll tell you you what. I'm going to get into this a little bit. Uh, Facial recognition software. Um, It started started happening in the 90s, but it was really kind of shit technology. It didn't work. Uh, Works pretty well now. So well that uh, major corporations are employing that. And uh, let me run through a, a list of corporations that will neither confirm nor deny whether they're using it. Target, McDonald's, Rite Aid, TJ Maxx, Walmart, Kroger, Costco, CVS, Walgreens, Best Buy, Publix, Disney and Home Depot. Now, there's a lawsuit going on right now in Illinois. Uh, under Illinois law, um it's uh, it's against it's against the law to collect biometric data without uh written notification beforehand. Now, the two uh Companies that are being sued right now are Lowe's and Home Depot. No, he, Home Depot was one of the companies that wouldn't okay. confirm nor deny that they're using it. Um, but basically what they're doing is they're – they're anyone that goes into a Lowe's right now or a Home Depot, hypothetically, according to this lawsuit, is having their face recorded, matched up to any potential uh, shoplifters, and – matched up and uh they're using it to track your purchases and uh to better advertise for you they're doing this for you this is for right you know this is for your own good so just think about that the next time you walk into a lowe's remember that your face is being stored in a database and compared to everybody else you
1: know they're looking out for you the customer right we all want life to be easier and more intuitive so just
2: sounds beautiful Right, right, and uh, it isn't very hard for the government to uh, to get these records from them. You know, it's it doesn't even require, require a, uh, a warrant in most situations. Um, they, you know, they have your face, you know, on your driver's license. They have a, a picture of what you look like. Um, but it just feels uncomfortable that we're being tracked at all times. Every time right. we go out in a, in public, you know. Where are we at? What are we doing? What are we buying? All that sort of stuff is being recorded. So, I mean, good news, good news for you guys. I mean, we're all we're all being advertised. Yeah, I always to have property, to uh, watch
1: least. out now. This uh, the, the, there's a Walmart right where I'm at now. That uh, you pull into the parking lot and they have these big. Uh, well, it's like basically a big. It, it's got a. It, it's a big trailer. It's got solar panels and like a generator in there and then a long tower with surveillance cameras on it. (laughs) It says police on the side of it Mm -hmm. and they got like four of them set up all over the parking lot and they've been there for about three weeks, you know, and every time I pull in, I'm like, I don't want to park over by the surveillance van, you know. Yeah, yeah, Walmart's they got like 50 cameras there, and whatever, you know, it's, it's brutal. Now it goes beyond yeah. like cameras, I guess. Well, not maybe beyond cameras, but you know, they're, they're kind of everywhere. So like there's, think about like license plate readers, you know, it, they're everywhere, the license mm-hmm. plate readers. And you don't realize it more and more as I've been doing these highway trips, Um, like I know we noticed, especially in New York, you have the big, um, they, they basically have, you know, the easy pass where you can go, you know, 55 or 65 or whatever under it. And it actually collects the toll and it's accurate enough that they're sending you a bill in the mail when you don't even have easy pass or anything else just off your plate, you know? and oh yep you owe us five dollars you you drove on our road you know and you didn't have uh, a easy pass or you know easy pass is the big thing up north Mm -hmm. it's weird you go i guess florida has a a similar thing they call it something else but uh all through the the regular south and i I exclude florida from that that's kind of like uh you know, Virginia, Carolinas, um, Kentucky, Tennessee, a lot of it, there's a lot less tolls and a lot less of that headache, you know, I have to get you. So it's kind of nice. But um, Mm. there is a, a company called DRN Data. And they basically they advertise that they can tell you where any car is or, you know, assuming they, they say any person at any time and they're using all your traffic cams, your, <clears throat> every time you go over a bridge, you know, that has a toll collector, that kind of stuff. And they put it all together in a database and, and can figure out. And it also takes into account when regular cameras, you know, know you're in a parking lot, but they seem, And they advertise to like insurance companies, recovery companies, you know, if you're you're repoing cars, that kind of thing. And then they advertise to uh, finance companies, but I'm sure that's for the same repo purposes. And, you know, so maybe it's not available to everybody, but I mean, come on, if you were really into getting data on people, you don't think you could work out you know, some kind of connection that they would be happy to sell you their product. And that I figured out in five minutes, you know, right. I'm sure if I looked a little deeper, I could get somebody else, but they're saying based on traffic cams, they can pretty much come up with where anybody is at any given time.
2: Right, right. And, you know, you feel safer that with that? feel safe, you know, yeah, I really, they got you. Appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Now, I mean, if, if any of us go online and uh, look up your name, just look up your name, you know, whatever age or something like that, and you can yes, you can track yourself down pretty easily. Um, I was looking at myself the other day, and uh, they had a whole list of stuff that was, that was correct and a whole list of stuff that was incorrect about me. Um, but it also had, it was a little fucked up, it also said that I may or may not, have a conviction for uh uh what was it um uh sure. sexual assault i may or may not but i could go on there if it was me and correct the information so you know it, it would only benefit me to go on there and be like <laughs> no dude i'm not i'm not a fucking right I'm not a, a pedophile come on but as far as anybody else knows may may at it, yes. i may or may not i may or may not
1: 50 Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that that's exactly. Um well then, you know, back to cameras. So the now this is the info I I found first was from 2012. So that's a long time ago. Let's just assume that technology's progressed and there are more cameras out there now than there were back in 2012. But in 2012, Chicago had right. 10,000 public and private cameras. All linked together at their at their disposal for law enforcement. Ten thousand, um, right? I mean, that's pretty crazy, you know. I mean that that gets that gets intense. Um, let me see. The buses buses have active listening devices and cameras in San Francisco, Baltimore. Detroit, Hartford, Connecticut, any of New Hampshire's park and ride, and Boston they don't have the audio, but they have h d video on all their public transportation. I mean, you know it just keeps expanding and and more and more you know where they're out there and they're listening, you know um when you go to the store and they have the credit and loyalty cards um so data is actually sold from like you know your your food lion card or stop and shop card or whatever it is is sold believe it or not to like facebook and google advertisers um, so like facebook buys that information and adds it to their database of you know this is a guy who likes you know preparation h or whatever it is that you're buying and you know you buy it and you use your little loyalty card all that's collected and becomes public information. Um, the, uh, the NSA and the FBI, have a, uh, they use a uh, software called Gumfish that pretty much can access like anybody's computer camera and turn it on and check out what's going on when you got that sitting open. So, I mean, that's something you want to be aware of. Uh, when you're surfing the internet, you know, everybody has, uh, cookies and that kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know how to fix that. Um, (laughs) they have cookies and that kind of thing and they're collecting all that data and they're selling that back, you know, and you know anything you're searching or interested in? You know how is it that we go to you know the mortgage website and then all the the ads appear? You know a lot of things I've done differently recently with with moving, and I look around and and all the ads are catering to oh, would you like a new mortgage? Oh, do you need health insurance? Oh, do you need you know all the things that kind of? I, I was getting moving van ads for tons. And at no time did I look for a moving van or any, you know, moving assistance, but you know, they put this together and, and somehow turn it, you know, into a thing. Um, you know how like Google and, uh, Yahoo email. Well, the FBI says they have access to anybody's email. That's a given anything, whether you send it, you don't send it. They can pretty much look in there. Um, And all these companies who are collecting all this data, whatever the government can't legally record on their own, they can legally just buy it. And they buy it from Yahoo and Google and Facebook and all these other companies, you know. And don't worry, they have more money because they'll just keep taxing the shit out of you. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, yeah, you're, you're paying, paying for, for your yourself. own surveillance state and we keep going for this in the name of security, you know. Just like everybody is now so, you know, excited about the uh the I don't know, all this gun confiscation and nonsense that they keep talking about. Um in New York just 2 days ago, they uh they announced that even though they didn't pass any law or have any evidence to it, they uh they made it illegal to sell uh 80% guns into New York cuz the attorney general says you have no other purpose other than making assault weapons and that's going to be your intent if you buy one of these basically a piece of metal according to the ATF so that that's kind of strange but then mm-hmm. i also would take it even one step further and say well then how can i buy an ar lower legally in new york my intent then wouldn't be to make an assault rifle like how is that still legal I, i'm not mm-hmm. really sure and they're like oh well because we couldn't get you know the lawyers to sign off on that and i agree with you i mean honestly an ar 80 percent lower for the most part you're probably intending to make a uh, functioning semi-automatic ar-15 out of that um which, well, in New York, not is so much. But you can also make them so that they're not semi-automatic, that they're single-shot, and you have to pull the charging handle. Um, there's a bunch of different ways you can do it. You can mm-hmm. do it with a uh, fixed magazine that doesn't detach, and then it is no, is legal and not an assault weapon. You know all these different options, and basically everybody keeps finding a way around. You know to to stay within the law, but. How much do you hide? You know, I keep seeing on Facebook, they have, you know, if you're hiding your guns, maybe it's time you should be using your guns, you know? How far do you let them keep encroaching right. before it's too far? You know, and that's that's what this police state is. And, and I would even go further and say, you know, once you start having um, people spying on each other, spying on their fellow citizens, things like the red flag laws where you're reporting your neighbors without any evidence or training and understanding what people are, you know, what people are really thinking or doing without any practical knowledge, you become the judge and jury on who gets to keep their uh, weapons and not, you know, and and the government just kind of comes in and, and takes your shit away. And then you can prove and fight to get your stuff back.
2: Right. Right. I mean, how much is that going to cost you, though? How much time is that going to cost you? Right. Let no, it, it gets money.
1: ridiculous, and it gets out of hand. And the more they surveil and, you know, are inside your life, the more power and control they have over you. And that's where I get really concerned. You know, everyone's like, oh, well, what's wrong with, you know, socialism or national health care or anything like that? Well, because it just keeps building and building and they get more involved in your life. And then that's where you end up with things like, well, if we're all paying for health care together, then, you know, it only seems fair that, We don't have to pay for people who are smoking or people who eat too much and don't exercise because that's not fair. You know, why should we have to pay for them? And you get to where, you know, people are punished. And then you're like, well, how do we monitor that? You know, how do I monitor if Kevin's smoking? Well, I can have his neighbors snitch on him or I can check out the cameras. Or Mm -hmm. I can take note, I can start recording what people are buying in the stores. You know, it it just builds and builds. And that's where this police state, you know, gets into trouble. And and that's where socialism becomes so scary. Um, You know, it's the same thing, well, I was going to say with uh, schools where, you know, if the government is like, well, we're going to pay for colleges. Well, if we pay for colleges... Then shouldn't they have say in what the schools are teaching? I mean, that's only fair, right? I mean, if they're exactly that's what happens. That, in that's why they school, get to control you know? it and dictate because they're like, "Well, we're paying for it." But what you don't understand is they're taking a percentage of your labor a- as payment for that. You're earning it, yet you're not having a say in how it gets spent. Now, I understand you can make an argument, well, we elect the politicians, so they only do what we say. Well, do you really feel that your politicians are representing you? Do you feel that they're representing the values of any majority of the uh, American public? I mean, I feel like it just totally gets out of hand.
2: Yeah, well, there's a school in New York that's using facial recognition right now to track students and attendance and things like that. Even though a majority of the the uh, citizens in that area are vehemently against it because uh, they're not the ones making the decisions. They're only the citizens, and so they it don't It seems, you know, know
1: your role, you know?
2: Yeah. I mean, you can see it run a, run away with uh, China's social credit system. You know? They're doing exactly that. They're tracking, you know, who's, who's smoking, who's spitting on the ground, who's, uh, you know— Who's being polite? Who's being rude? You know, that dictates who gets loans, who can get a visa to travel outside of the country. Don't be a fucking Muslim in China right now. That doesn't apply. They are are arresting people for having suspicious looking beards. That's
1: something we should institute. I mean, that is something I can get behind.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, honestly, if you've ever seen a picture of uh, the Unabomber, Ted Kaczynski, that's pretty suspicious.
1: No, and that's, that's the kind (laughs) of thing. I mean, it it just gets so out of hand and it doesn't stop. And everyone's like, oh, you know, never again. We're never going to let a government get out of control and, and set policy and run crazy. Like, you know, and I understand when they're saying never again, they were talking about genocide, but are we not doing all the steps? that led up to genocide are we not mirroring what nazi germany did i mean does anybody read any books does anybody see and now with the level of control and intrusion into our lives that they have do they not have like 10 times the power that the nazis had Mm -hmm. i mean how i I feel like it
2: just gets away Yeah, well, I mean, think about think about this. Over the last thirty years, there's been a four thousand percent increase in no-knock military armed SWAT raids. The NSA gathered five gathers five billion records a day on smartphone locations. What what are they doing with all that information? And how much does it cost me? How much does it cost me? Kevin, there's not a penny to spare in the budget. Hmm. I know it, don't I know it? Um. So, you know, and and let's let's talk real quick about uh um militarization okay. of of police units. All right. So, uh, typical SWAT armaments are submachine guns, automatic weapons, stun grenades, sniper rifles, night vision, armored personnel carriers. Now these are what they've been used for. 10% were for violent offenders with knives, 13% were violent offenders with guns. 56 were uh 56% were people that had no weapon at all. So when people talk about uh you know, what why do you need an AR15? Why do you need an automatic weapon? Yes. Why the fuck do you need one? Why does any I I will sell mine if the sell government and the police sell all theirs. How about that? I'll make I'm making a deal. You stop using automatic weapons and I won't that have sounds to have mine. If
1: they give up full auto, I'll give up full auto. I, I can get behind that.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh But the reason that we have the second amendment is not to defend ourselves or to go hunting or to uh you know do you know uh target practice and and tournaments and things like that right It's to protect ourselves from the government
1: no and that right yeah, go ahead
2: so i mean i mean you can you can say whatever you want about about why do you need a uh you know an automatic weapon but uh, it's pretty fucking clear it's pretty clear to me at least I don't trust those motherfuckers. And that's it.
1: And that's it. You know, you keep seeing the big joke on uh, Facebook anymore is, well, the government wants to have a a buyback program. But honestly, I don't think we can approve a background check, you know, because they haven't shown to be honest, (laughs) trustworthy people, um, upstanding citizens. You know, who in the government is worthy of uh, owning a gun? Very few people in my book.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's uh, they have a a pretty, pretty lousy track record of uh, yeah. treating disarmed populations. Well, ask Ooh, ask your Native American. That was friends. a low
1: blow, Kevin. They're they're trying, you know. That that uh, what is it? Andrew Jackson had a little rough go of it.
2: <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, times was hard Jackson. back then. Yeah, he only he never killed somebody right. that didn't deserve it, according to him.
1: Yeah, that sounds fair. All right.
2: So now uh, China's doing a pretty good job of this uh, surveillance state, police state thing. They've got you know uh, statewide surveillance. I mean, and, there it's just foregone conclusion. You know, they're right.
1: We're compa- we're trying we're to keep up, up. But good, you guys, though. I have to point out. You know, you're like, well, Google's a private company and they're friendly. But how long did it take Google to get in bed with the Chinese government? Chinese government was like, oh, you know, really, we want you to kind of help us out and and work this out and surveil everybody and limit what they can do. And Google's like, yeah, no problem. We got you. And that was it.
2: Right. As, As Zach De La Rocha famously said, they don't have to burn the books. They just remove them. You know, you don't have to. You don't have to. Uh you know, seize books and 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 burn 'em if all you can do is just make it not available. You know, you can't search that on on uh on the internet. Look up Winnie the Pooh on uh Chinese wow, internet. Come on. For some reason that's banned. You can't even have fucking Tigger in China for crying out loud. Uh also Chinese uh police state no freedom of speech one party system social credit system and now the uh, Xinjiang nice. re-education camps which is uh, re-educating people on their exactly. suspicious beards
1: I mean where will it end
2: well it'll end and when the government controls the everything right and everybody right. does what they're supposed to do Yep, that's all you got to do. Yeah, the US has 5% of the world's population, but they have 25% of the world's prisoners. It's also something to think about. Now, we're competing with China again. Nobody knows how many people China has in prison. So it's that 25% right. number is a little suspect. Right, uh, cuz you can't include China in that because they don't they don't release any of those records. And I mean is it a if is it a prisoner if you're in a re-education camp I'm not sure if that's exactly the same thing um but you know it should should bother us that there's so much shit against the law that we have 25% of the entire entire population of the world's prisoners we have 25 5% of them here
1: That is pretty impressive numbers what?
2: it's it's pretty yeah i mean it's uh it's a little disconcerting i mean I've worked in prisons before. I, I'm in and out of there. Most of the guys I see in these yeah, prisons sounds are, right. you know, they should be there. But uh, there's a lot of people in prison for something right. that really is not important. You know? Oh, you were selling a dime bag of, of weed to somebody, and they caught you twice? Oh, look, you're in trouble, bud. All right, so that about does it for me being, uh, being all wound all up right. about about the government just in general man i just hate the government all the time i get i get angry i was angry all day thinking about doing this podcast
1: well i mean well look at it this way with the government i mean now think about this so i i know you know you're not exactly trump's biggest fan and and he definitely is crossing some lines and pissing me off with gun control and and different things um just little things so far big things haven't gone the wrong way but damn, if he doesn't say stuff that pisses me off, but he says stuff that pisses everybody off. You know, Mm -hmm. I always like to judge people on what they do. I mean, you know, with him, he likes to get people wound up and it changes the argument. But however you feel about Trump, I got a question. How is it that somebody comes out and says, all right, we, uh," you know, Trump was saying all this stuff on a phone call. And I heard it. So I know all kinds of stuff. And then they're like, Oh yeah, we should interview you. And then Trump's like, wait, I'll do you one better. I'll release the phone call unredacted, So you guys can decide for yourself. And then they're still like, well, we need to interview this guy. What's he going to say? I mean, you know, if you have the phone call, but anyway.
2: Yeah. Well, that, they don't have the transcript. Right. That was just typed up afterwards on what people right. remember. But the, or whatever the fuck that means. I mean, if that was if that was fucking Obama, right. people would be but losing either their Either way, minds.
1: How is it before they have any information whatsoever on what was actually said in the phone call? They're like, we're going to impeach them. Start filing impeachment. How do you impeach mm-hmm. somebody on something that might have happened or we're not really sure? I mean, I can understand now, now that you have information yeah. on the thing, you can kind of say whatever you want. But when you're just getting started, how do you mm-hmm. just make these assumptions without any evidence or information? Yeah, they
2: did that with, uh, right. with Bill Clinton, so, too.
1: So, anyway, you were going to tell me about what you love about government?
2: <laughs> no, I was kicking off of this, because I'm... I'm Probably getting everybody aggravated at now. Um, I did get a uh, email from uh, Lyndon from Australia a few uh, few weeks ago, and uh, he gave me a, okay. a like a little cheat sheet. He sent out okay. on how to properly use the word cunt. I didn't I didn't realize that ah. there's like real etiquette for this. Um, so now, just using that word, it can be a, a it can be a uh, you can be talking well about somebody or poorly about somebody. What it all depends on is the okay. adjective you use beforehand. Now you all never right. use it in reference to a woman, only to only to guys. Now you might say somebody's a, a a good cunt or a big cunt. That's also a, that's also a plus. Negative ones would be like a weak cunt or a fat cunt. So it's all about the adjectives. I didn't realize this. I was just using the word willy nilly without right. any. Adjectives so you're ahead a of, reckless user. Must have confused all of those. Really. Yeah, yeah. No, it was uh, out of control there. So at least uh, he's got me straightened out here. So I think that's. I want to uh, just appreciate. I just want to thank him. You know, on the on the podcast, just so he knows that I appreciate it, and he really uh, corrected some of my grammar mistakes. So. Um, we also got an email from Paul Robinson uh, a couple weeks ago. All right, um, about Brexit. Now he said something about um, the UK crashing out of Brexit might cause food shortages, and uh, I had never heard about that before. So I started reading up on that. Everybody's panicked about this. Apparently, it's a uh, it's a big deal. There's a lot of news artic- articles about this that. Uh, it seems you know, seems pretty scary. Uh if you're in the UK, man, start buying some canned canned veggies.
1: You might want to sign up for that my Patriot supply, you know, get some uh delivery. I don't mm-hmm. even know if they deliver shit to the fucking UK. Yeah. But yeah, no, I guess the deal was with the tariffs and they have no way to like exchange with the other countries even inside Europe if they go out of the EU. And mm-hmm. And they said it could take six months or whatever. And, you know, England's an island and not a very big island at that. Um, So you kind of get into a little bit of a danger zone there where, uh, you know, you don't have outside food coming in and they really don't produce enough food on their
2: own. You know, one plus I did see, though, is that uh, the U.K., um, supplies 50 percent of their own butter the other 50 percent is imported but they also produce 50 percent uh 50 percent of the butter they produce is exported that's so it's one seems of those like things, things that'll take out. care of itself At least you'll have butter right right you're not going to be able to ship it out and the amount you ship out is exactly the amount you ship in which Especially
1: I don't know when, when you sense,
2: but... <laughs> to import and export, <laughs> right, right. So, I mean, you got that covered. Get some ramen noodles and and uh, and some butter, and you'll Stockpile be all right.
1: Style ramen. There you go. I don't know what else you'd want. You know. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. There's a uh, there's um yeah. I mean, it is it is uh looking like a dangerous situation if you get your food from a grocery store. Um. You might want to stock up because it doesn't seem like anybody uh, in the government there is uh, making plans for this. They're that's all it. wishful you know, thinking oh, out I there. I hope
1: it's going to work out.
2: hmm So, yeah, that's all about right. all I got to say so about that.
1: With that, you guys know uh, we got a sponsor, Pack. You guys like survival prepping, cool uh, military AR-type gears, you know, things like the soldiers use. Then pack might be right for you. Mm-hmm. So they have a lot of cool gear. Different shit comes to your house every month, and if you use the code badass, they might throw some cool shit your way. A little bonus, a little pick me up. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe a uh, gun cleaning mat might be the thing. Maybe some steel targets made out of five hundred, uh, you know, five hundred uh, steel. There, all kinds of good shit out there. So. Something to think about. You guys might want to step up your game, add to your AR lifestyle. Well, then, uh, tack pack might be right for you. Otherwise, yeah, go ahead.
2: Yeah. Now I got, I got a. Uh, just want to uh, real quick. I got a uh, uh, package in the in the mail this week from. Uh, All right. From Cam Olson, um, he sent me out an Obsidian blade knife. It's really pretty impressive, man. It's really cool. Um, if you go to Obsidian Springs on Etsy, you can uh, take a look at his stuff. Uh, he's got a, a Facebook page, and, and uh, just search Obsidian okay. Springs. You should be able to find it pretty easily. He's got some really, really nice stuff there. Uh, I so did check him take out a, a uh, look
1: at that, and uh, not bad. Pretty impressive, and uh, you said there might be some... Uh, some I don't know, ghosts or something you're killing with that? What's the deal? The
2: White Walkers. Yes, right. the White Walkers, man. Yeah. no That's I don't, Game I don't, of Thrones. Don't you don't might really, not understand You know that,
1: what right? it is? There were naked chicks, and then my old lady's like, no, I don't think so. And and I ran away and hid or something. I don't know. <laughs> I hear you. Are awesome. I, I don't though, know what man. I don't know what she was thinking. What so are you gonna do? with that, stay safe, and we'll talk to you guys next week.
2: The Survival and Basic Badass Podcast is a proud member of the Self Defense Radio Network. Mm-hmm.